Hello, this is Frank. And this is Bobby. And you're listening to the audio portion of our TV program, An Overcoming Life. This is a program of anointed teaching and overcoming testimonies. If you want to be blessed, then keep listening to this program once a week. Please let us know if you were inspired by the program. Our address is P.O. Box 53, Tallahassee, 32302. And our email is intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. Welcome, friends, to An Overcoming Life. We have Melinda back with us sharing a powerful message. She really has a gift of teaching. And I know you're going to be blessed by what she's going to bring forth, just like you are every time she brings forth. So, Melinda, share with us what God's given you, sweetie. Okay, well, thank you so much. You know, God is so good, and I just want to say I was just thinking about it when you said that. You know, way back in the 1980s when I truly sold out to God, and uh, Bobby and Frank were at this uh, same church, and we've, you've heard us say it before, it was an incredible church not been able to find one like it since but anyway it, it, it was incredible and the love of God was so incredible in this place but I'll never forget uh, I mean that's just I was a newborn Christian and there were so many things I didn't know about the Bible but this church I mean they had a Bible school they had home meetings I mean I learned so much I was just eating like a child that had been in a foreign country and you're starving to death but anyway I just remember this man Wayne Bridges he came up to me one day and he said, Melinda, I believe that the Lord is wanting you to teach. And I just looked at him like, you must be in, or in, in outer space or something on this one because no. And I, I just looked at him so puzzled. And I said, oh, no, no, I, I can't do that, you know. And he said, well, I'm just telling you that's what I, you know, I feel. And so, anyway, uh, years, some years went by, and that eventually started happening. And I remember going home, though, and I said to the Lord, Lord, that man, what what he said, I, I just can't believe that, you know, that he said that about me. I, I just don't, you know, I, I just, I don't know what to say. I'm just telling you, I couldn't even picture it. And, and now here I am, and not just now, but, I mean, I went into the prisons and uh, nurse, even ministered in nursing homes and uh, wherever God opened up the doors. So it's come to pass, but we all have gifts. Each of us have gifts. Each of us are unique, and you're no different who are listening to us today. You, you've got special gifts and talents and abilities that God gave you, and you know He wants us to use that for His glory in whatever way we can. Amen? And that's what we're called to do. So anyway, we just appreciate you so much tuning into the program and being with us today. It's just a blessing to have you. And we just pray that you're going to be blessed today by what God has given me. And the title of my message today is called Persistence Breaks Resistance. And you know, it's so true. You, you've got to stick with something. You know, how many times have we, and I'm guilty of myself, you know, oh, well, I'm going to go on a diet and I'm going to lose some weight and we're just so determined. And then, you know, we go along for a little while and all of a sudden we start kind of going, <laughs> going to the left and then we go to the right, you know, and uh, oh boy, you know, um, and you know how it is. I don't have to go any further with it, but I'm just saying you got to stick with something until it's completed, you know, for it to work for you because if it if you don't it doesn't work right you got to keep going until you see it manifest you see your desire result happen 
Okay? And so we're going to be talking a little bit about that today. But Psalms 138.2, it says that all your promises, all of God's promises are backed by the honor of His name. Now just think about that for a minute. All these promises that He's given us in this Holy Bible are backed by the honor of His name. Do you know that it honors God when we believe Him? Yes. It honors Him. We are honoring Him and glorifying His name when we believe His Word. You know, the Scripture says that God has placed His Word above His very name. Mm -hmm. And there is no higher name than Jehovah. Jehovah God. Many times I say, Oh, Father God, Adonai Elohim. In Hebrew, that's Father God. And I love to say it in Hebrew. I don't know much Hebrew, but I know very little. But what I do know pleases Him, amen, <laughs> to call out the Father God. Hallelujah. So anyway, but he's, he's put His Word above His name. And the Word was Jesus, and He became flesh and lived among us. Amen? Amen. So this is God. This is Jesus. This, the Word is Him. You can't separate it. So, But we need to pray and we need to ask God to help us believe and trust Him more than we do our emotions. You know, so many times when we're going through things, we let our emotions get in the way. Oh, well, I feel this way or, oh, I feel that way. And you know... Our emotions can pull us in a hundred different directions. But what we have to do is reel ourselves back in and say, you know, God, I, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm not going to think about anything except what does your word say? We can always trust to go back to the word and see what the word says. And then, you know, when you have a question, uh, when you're standing and you're, you're believing God for something, you go and ask God questions. Don't be afraid to ask him a question. Say, God, what do I need to do? Uh, show me how to do this or which way to go. Now, he might not ask you immediately. There's times when I ask him questions. Sometimes I don't get an answer for weeks. But he will eventually answer you. I promise he will. And he will show you or he'll, he'll direct you or he'll, he'll confirm something to you that this is the way and walk there in that way. Amen? And that's what you need to do. So, anyway, we need to put his word above our emotions and trust the Lord. Now look, listen to what the word persistence means. It means a firm continuance in the course of action that you're taking in spite of difficulty or opposition. In other words, no matter what is happening on the right side, the left side, you're going to stay on that straight and narrow path with God. You're not going to let all the other things that are happening uh, pull you off. It also means tenacity. It means determination. And it means, I love this, staying power. I love that. We need to have the staying power to stick with the word and keep pressing in and be persistent till we see our answer manifested. I know I've had to do this all throughout my Christian walk, and I, I have seen God come through. I'm going to share a couple stories with you today. But, you know, when the road runs dead, uh, you and the Lord, the Lord can always see a way when you can't see it. But He sees a way. And He'll part those waters. He'll part the sea. He'll do whatever it takes to get you through that situation because He's God when you're believing Him. And that's what faith is. Faith is believing that He's going to accomplish that which we're asking Him for if it lines up with His Word. Well, how do I know? Well, you got to get in the Word to find out what His Word says. Amen? What is His will? It's all in here. Amen? So when you're at the end, God sees your future. That's, that's when your future starts. In Him. Amen? 
And uh, so we don't have to know, uh, we don't know how he's going to do it or how he's going to bring the answer, but we know he will. Amen? We know he will. Bobby, we know you're going to get your answers. Amen, Frank? We know you're going to get your answers in Jesus' name. Now, James 1.25 says, But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein. See, there's keys here. you got to look into the Word and you got to continue in it. You can't just look once in six months and expect to be an overcomer. You know, a great man of God used to say this, my favorite teacher, Norville Hayes. He'd say, God doesn't like lazy faith. You're not going to get anything with lazy faith. And you know what? You're not going to get anything if you're lazy in your job. God says, if you don't work, you don't eat. Now, I don't know why that came up, but I'm just throwing it out there. God doesn't like laziness in any way, shape, or form. He likes you to be diligent. One I stood on for years on my job of 17 years. The hand of the diligent shall rule, but the slothful shall be put to forced labor. I would quote it many times on my job when I saw people being slothful while I was being diligent and working myself like almost to the point of exhaustion doing the work of two or three people. Ever done that? Yeah. You know, while everybody else is filing their nails and, you know, having a good time. Y'all know what I'm talking about, don't you? Okay. So anyway, that that's free. That that's free right there. So just take it. But anyway, God, we got to keep looking into His Word. Uh, he be not a forgetful. You don't have to. You don't be a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the word and a doer of the work. This man, it says, shall be blessed in his deed. You got to be a hearer. You got to be a doer of it. You can't just hear it. No, that won't work. You got to hear it and do it. Listen to the Living Bible translation. But if anyone keeps looking steadily into God's word, God's law for free men, he will not only remember it, but he will do what it says. And God will greatly bless him in everything he does. Want to be blessed in everything you do? Get into God's word and follow his word and be a doer of it. And you'll be blessed. Amen? Amen. Proverbs 7, 2 says... Obey me and live. Guard my words as your most precious possession. Wow. You know what? We can do, we could do without a lot, without a lot of material things, mm -hmm. but we can't do without this. We could even go without food or drink for a while, but we can't do without this. Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and he told the disciples, I have food and drink you don't know of. Mm -hmm. God sustains us. All the time, He'll sustain us. So we need to keep looking into the Word of God, and, and we need to trust this as our most precious possession. Listen to this. Write them down. See, these are keys. Write them down, and also keep them deep within your heart. You know, um, Karen Wheaton, a wonderful, wonderful woman of God out of Alabama, she has the ramp, and they're winning thousands and thousands of young people to Jesus right now. And she's just such a dynamite uh, encourager and teacher herself. But anyway, she, I was listening to her one morning. She says, get you five five index cards and I want you to write down your top five uh, prayers that you want to see God answer. You know what? I didn't just hear Karen. I went and did it. I'm still using those five cards. 
And every day I'm praying. I wrote scriptures that pertain to what I'm believing for. I wrote them yes. down. And every day I'm holding them up like this mm. and proclaiming them and declaring yes. and decreeing it in Jesus yes. name. And one of them is for health for Bobby's eyes and health for her yes. body and uh, health for another friend's eyes. In fact, there's several going through things with their eyes. And so, you know, I'm just saying it's a way to remember who you're praying for and, and, and continue steadily to do it until it breaks resistance. It says persistence breaks the resistance to what we're fighting. Amen. Amen. We got to stick with it. We got to have that staying power. So anyway, we, we need to write them down, keep them within your heart. I want to read Proverbs 4, um, 20, beginning with verse 20. Listen, my son and daughter, I'm going to include daughters because we're all children of God. Give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Listen to what the word says. When I read the word, I read it out loud so I can hear what I'm reading. It's very important that I'm hearing myself read it. You're listening to a preacher, you're hearing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So do not let them depart from your eyes. Look, my eyes are on it. Don't let it depart. Keep your eyes on it. Do not let it depart from your eyes. Keep it in your heart. As you're reading it, as you're saying it, it's going down in your heart. For their life, you need life. It's life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Another version says, and it brings radiant health to their bodies. Glory. Hallelujah. Put away from you a deceitful mouth. No, keep, keep your heart with all diligence. I'm sorry, I got ahead of myself. For out of it springs the issues of life and put away from you a deceitful mouth and perverse lips put far from you. Amen? So anyway, uh, God's word is important and we got to do things to have that staying power. We can't just say, oh God, just help me. Give me staying power. You know, you're not going to get it unless you're being persistent with it. And when you're persistent, the resistance to what's coming against you will finally break. It'll finally break. It can't, it can't stay. Amen? By the way, I went to have my eye check up. And she said, my eyes are very healthy, but I needed a stronger lens in the right eye than the left because I've got small cataracts, two very small cataracts. She left the room and the minute she did, as soon as she walked out, I said, okay, God, I'm glad she told me that that's there. That's why we go to the doctors to see what's going on in our bodies. And I said, I curse them in the name of Jesus as they're small right now. I curse them. They will not stay in my eyes. They will dissipate. They will leave. And I said, I curse it and they're gone in the name of Jesus. And guess what? I will be persistent with that till I get the good report. And she says, man, what's happened to your eyes? Well, God healed them in the name of Jesus. Yes, Hallelujah. Yes, That's what you do when you get yes. a report. That's what you do. Amen. Put the word on it right then. Put yes. it on that. <laughs> amen and amen. Okay. So we read that. So now I'm going to move on to uh, Deuteronomy 17, 19. I want to read this out of the Living Bible. It says, now this is instructions uh, that Moses was giving to uh, uh, the people and to the priest. And he was saying, uh, uh, take the, the, a copy of the law, that the copy of the law shall be your constant companion. The law that had been given to Moses. It needs to be your constant companion. Of course, those laws are written in the Bible today. It says, he must read it. He must read from it every day of his life. Are you listening? 
daily bread, daily bread, so that he will learn to respect the Lord, his God, by obeying all of his commands. This regular reading of God's laws will prevent, listen to what it's going to do. If you stay in the word every day, it's going to help prevent you from feeling you're better than other people, your fellow citizens. It will also prevent you from turning away from God's laws in the slightest respect and will ensure he's his having a long, good reign. Well, we could say a long, good life. I'm going to prove that to you. His sons will then follow him upon the throne. So, God gave detailed instructions on how kings here, how kings and political leaders were to govern and how they're to behave. God gave specific warnings against using political office for personal gain or sexual immorality. Israel's kings were to be humble and dedicated to obeying the word of God completely. Now, Moses was one of those. Moses went through so much. Uh, Moses endured all kinds of hardship, doubt and unbelief. Uh, people wanted to stone him. They wanted to get rid of him. Uh, and it just goes on and on. But he endured. He was one that resisted. He, he, he persevered. And he fought the resistance. And as a result of that, God blessed him greatly. Moses endured because he saw him who was invisible. He saw God. He saw God deliver Israel from the Egyptians and his hand through the wilderness. And he had personal communication with God face to face. Exodus 33, 11 said that he had that communication. He, he had communication with God face to face. So... Deuteronomy 37, 34, 7. I want to read this to you. Now, this is somebody who was persistent. And because he was persistent, it brought him life. And I'm going to show you life more abundantly. Okay, listen to this. It says, His eyes was not, were not dim, and neither were his natural forces abated. Now, this, is, uh, this expands it, what that means. Listen to this. Neither the rigor of his mind, nor his strength of his body, his intellectuals were not decayed, his memory and judgment, nor was his body feeble and his countenance aged. He didn't look withered or wrinkled. He was plump and sleek as if he was a young man in the prime of his days. He was a hundred and twenty years old, people. Wow. But because he obeyed God and followed his laws and meditated in it day and night. Listen, listen. As if he was a young man in the prime of his days, this may denote the continued use of the ceremonial law then to direct then to direct to Christ and the force of the moral law as in the hands of Christ, requiring obedience and conformity to it as a rule and walk in conversation. He followed the Lord. And because of that, look at, I mean, they said he, he was as strong as, as he, if he was a young man at 120. It's amazing. It is amazing. 
It's amazing. And we, we quote a scripture, don't we, Bobby? Yeah, we should. As the Lord was with Moses, quote it, Bobby. Uh, I'll say it, tell it just as I say it. With my eyes I'll see, with my ears I'll hear. As God was with Moses, so is he with me. Amen. Amen. And that's a wonderful scripture to stand on. So that's that's awesome. That's awesome. So anyway, uh, I want to read Joshua 1.8. It says, I'm just pointing out that Moses was a man who endured. He was a man that was persistent. And because of that, he was rewarded greatly by God. And you know, they mourned for him like 60 days when he, when he uh, went home to be with Jesus. Uh, but anyway, Joshua 1.8 says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you will meditate on it day and night, that you may be careful to do all according that is written. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Psalms 1, 2, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. Also, 2 Timothy 2, 15, work hard so God can say to you, well done. Be a good workman who says, one who says he does not need to be ashamed when God examines him. Know what his word says and do it. Amen. And also the word, by standing in the word, it renews your mind. Do not be, Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed by the progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is and that which is good and acceptable and its perfect plan and purpose for you. Now, I just want to share briefly with you uh, two stories where I had to persist and keep persisting until, uh, you know, the situation broke up open and, and stopped. And one has to do with my daughter. Uh, you know, this is way back when she was 19 years old, but she got involved uh, with a young man. And uh, anyway, she ended up uh, being married to him and uh, things did not work out. And after the first year of marriage, uh, they decide that it needed to dissolve. And I'm telling you, it didn't need to dissolve because there was just bad things going on. But before that happened, uh, after their divorce, uh, uh, my daughter, of course, was required to take uh, her daughter to see the father. And there was verbal abuse and just a lot of ugliness that kept going on. And every time she would call me, she would be crying. Every time I answered the phone, I saw it was her number. I knew she was going to be crying because I knew what was happening you know, down there. So anyway, one day I just got sick of it. I got sick of it. And so I said, Lord, I need you to show me how I need to pray and what I need to do. Because this, this is what I said. This is not the life you chose for my daughter. This is not it. And here's where he led me. And I've already read this on a previous program, but I'm reading it again because this is the scripture. I started praying every day. Fear not for I'm with you. Be not dismayed from your God. I will strengthen you. I'll help you. And I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Behold, all those who are incensed against you, all those that are coming against you, shall be ashamed and disgraced. They shall be as nothing. And those who strive with you shall perish. Now, when I pray there, I would say, now, God, I'm not believing for anything bad to happen to this person, but I just, this has got to stop. So anyway, I prayed these scriptures. And so, the, I, I, and when he gave it to me, I prayed and my daughter called. Here she was. I could hear her crying. I said, don't even say a word. Don't say a word. Just listen to what God has said. And I read the scripture to her. I said, this is what I'm standing on. And I'm not turning loose till we get a breakthrough. About three months later, it only took, this only took about three months. But about three months later, she got a call not to bring Natalie. He wasn't there. And what we found out is that he had been arrested. 
I'm not even going to go into all the charges, but he went to prison for 30 years. Wow. Did I rejoice? No, I wept because I believe he could have been changed. I tried to change him, but he would not. But I'm just making this point to tell you, if you work God's word, it will work in any situation, in your family, your finances, your marriage, whatever it is, it will work. Amen. Amen. So I know we're running out of time, but if you're not born again, ask Jesus to come into your heart and forgive you of your sins and believe that Jesus is the Son of God and you'll be born again. Amen, Bobby. Amen. Amen. That was a good message. Wasn't that good? Wasn't you blessed by that? I know we were. <laughs> Thank you for Melinda You're so much. You're more than welcome. Now, you have something that... Yes, we're going to have a song. I want to tell you the name. This is by Hillsong. You're going to love this song, and it's called Know You Will, and just know God will do it. Amen. And this is Bobby. Melinda. Right Saying God loves you, and so do we. When the road runs dead, you can see a way I don't. And it makes no sense, but you say that's what faith is for. When I see a flood, you see a promise. When I see a grave, you see a door. And when I'm at my end, you see where the future starts. I don't know how you make go
This program was produced by the Overcomers Ministry, a nonprofit corporation. We have a team of loving, caring prayer warriors that will intercede over your request, pray, and email you back. Contact us at intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. This is Frank. And this is Bobby. Thank Thank you you for for listening. listening.